podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. And this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. Hello, welcome to the Whistleblowers. It's Theo Delaney here this week on the Whistleblowers. And uh, I've got three lovely guests with me here. I've got Lucy Jones. I'm calling you as, as showbiz reporter, Lucy. Hey, is that all right? I'm a broadcaster. Okay, sorry. That actually sounds a bit trivial to show people <laughs> when you put it like that. No, broadcaster no, is much more gravitas. Well, I get to talk to famous people for a living, so yeah, it's very... Yeah, I am a showbiz reporter as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I've got Cat Law here, who is wor- who works on a whole number of, supporting, uh, of supporters groups uh, that represent football supporters from up and down the country to various official bodies... Uh, in a minute, she'll tell us in a much more articulate way what I'm trying to say, but what she actually does. But she is a, a supporters representative. And um, I've got Emmanuel Mond here. Just a retired curmudgeon. A retired curmudgeon. And every podcast needs one of those. That's for <laughs> Thank sure. You. So before we get, I'm going to ask Kat about a few burning issues currently, in, including, in particular, interested in the situation with Wembley Stadium and whether the Football Association is going to end up selling it or not, because she's right in the middle of that situation at the moment. But. I thought we'd do a little, what with this being the whistleblowers, it seems right to do a little roundup of where we are in this uh, early stage of the football season because some little patterns have emerged. The funny thing is about this stage of the football season is sometimes, sometimes teams at this stage look like they're going to be a team of the season that end up like going down or having it in the mayor, and it can work out the other way around. But it looks to me like some of the teams that we thought were going to be very good are looking very good. Manchester City, that's no surprise to anyone. Liverpool, I've tipped these three to be in the top three at the start of the season. Man City, Liverpool and Tottenham in no particular order. Anyone, anyone here like to dissent from that view? Well, I had Spurs at eighth, actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, at the start of the season. Um, I think it's fair to say that uh, I think Chelsea actually will get into the top four. Because what I about the three? Um, the three, I think Spurs, I think Spurs are going to be in the fight for the sort of the, the, the fourth place right. with Manchester United, uh, actually. Uh, the way things are sort of, you know, panning out. Okay. And, and believe it or not, I hate to say it, but even Arsenal, because I think, you know, I think they've got a pretty good manager. They've yeah. got some very good offensive players. Yeah. They don't have a defence, it's true. But, you know, but they I th- could fall into that category that I just said, where the team starts badly, it looks all, all bad. But they've, they've had two incredibly tough games. They've got two games that, yeah. you know, you're lucky to get anything out of. Well, not just that. They missed three or four great chances. Guilt chances Chelsea. against Chelsea. I mean, yeah. you know, literally tap ins in the centre yeah. of the penalty area. Yeah. So. And they did well to fight back from 2 0 down. Yep. They Absolutely. Did. They did. They're yeah. very potent going forward, that's for sure. But yeah. they are 17th, aren't they, on the table right now? Yeah. And they're 100 to 1, <laughs> they're 100 to, one <laughs> yeah. to go down, just saying. That's quite a generous try. No, that's not. But yeah. um, what will they do with the parachute payments? I know that's the, you know, <laughs> yes. the joke going around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then... But then some, I mean, West Ham spent all that money. Look, look, they're right down there with no points at all and have just lost at home to Bournemouth. What do we think about that? Poor old... Uh, he doesn't doesn't look right playing for them. He doesn't fit in. No, he's got the trouble with him is also he thinks he's a bit of a Billy Big, doesn't he? Billy Big what? Bollocks. <laughs> 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 Bollocks. I've said it. Oh no. 
but uh, he does, he does, and you you see him in the in that midfield with West Ham, and he sort of goes around. He's got that funny gait, anyway, isn't he? and he's thinking, oh, I'm a bit too good for this lot, and he's I, so not. I don't. I you can't have a central midfield of Noble and Wilshire. I mean, not not no. you know not in today. No, that's going to get rolled over. Yeah, it's just not feasible. Yeah. and I think the other issue is, as we found a few seasons ago. You buy lots when you of say players. we, who do you support? We, we being Spurs. <laughs> okay. As Spurs found a few a few seasons ago, you bring in seven or eight new players. It takes time to integrate them and time yeah. to work out who's actually good enough. And what we, we is, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's other teams where this is applicable. Wolves and Fulham, who look like they've got a lot of good players and they came up play, at the Championship playing football last season. But they, uh, they've got a, like eight or nine players each to integrate and they're struggling with that. Well, except they've they've got the same manager, so they're going to play the same system, whereas West Ham actually have a brand new manager. And I don't think they're sure of the system they're they're playing. You know, I mean, I don't know whether you, you know, I watch every game that's, you know, possible to watch. And I watched the Liverpool-West Ham game. And I I could not believe West Ham, with a slow defence, played a high line Mm. against Liverpool away. I mean, talk about committing Harry Curry. Yeah. Very strange. He's trying to get sacked. (laughs) Sometimes I think with these managers, they get paid so much money and they get sacked, they just get all the money but don't have to do the rest of the work. <laughs> you think you Pellegrini, you know, who uh, Alan Pardew once famously called a old. So he is old. Right. He's thinking one last payday. If I could get sacked by Christmas, I'd walk away with three million quid. I'd have a lovely Christmas, so buy a cynical. couple of houses Very in cynical. Chile. Yeah. I mean. So I do you think West Ham are in trouble then this season? Let's could, be. could be. Could <laughs> be. I think they could be, but again, it's early days, isn't it? I mean, the other team that's interesting about bringing in a lot of players and having a new manager, but looking so far pretty good, is Everton. They brought in a few, yeah. and they look quite good. They look like they do know what the plan is, don't they? Well, he was—he's a pretty good manager, I think, is the yeah. reality. Uh, you know, he was highly rated. Yeah. You know, went downhill at Watford once. He, sort he of also was, went downhill at Hull, though, didn't he? he? Does is he does he peak a bit early? Maybe. Maybe, but they've um, they've they funded him. You know, he's gone out and spent a lot on you know some of the players. Yeah, they uh, look so far. They look like they look decent, don't they? Yeah, but I mean, it's two games we're talking about, as we've yeah. already said. We got to put that caveat in. Um, Palace, I thought looked good against Liverpool. Newcastle might struggle. Cardiff, terrible, aren't they? Long ball yeah, team, that, absolutely terrible. Just a very. I mean, you don't want to watch them week in week out. I mean, I think it's you know no. It's that really equivalent. such an amazing away day, though. <laughs> Cardiff, yes. Is it? Is it? Good it's You've done all the away it's days. Fabulous. You put it up there, do you? Yeah, no, it's great. It's a great away day. But aren't really? they quite vicious yeah. there? Uh, no, no, no. It's, they it's, used to be. It, didn't they, they did used to. They be. had some sort of community Ferocious. scheme to stop it. Because I remember <laughs> I spoke, not wishing scheme. to name you, but I <laughs> once had tags. a long chat. <laughs> Something like that. I had once had a long chat with Neil Kinnock about it, who's a big Cardiff City right. fan, and said they had to do a lot of work in the community to say, essentially, to go down to all these hooligans and say, stop doing it. <laughs> but it worked. And they did. Yeah. And it worked. It's yeah. great. Cracking right. night out. Yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. What else are the good ones in your experience? Ooh. Swansea's a good one. <laughs> Pot World. Pot World Swansea. Yeah. So, I mean, Swansea is a good one, but it's out of town. So that's the kind of negative. I just love sitting book. there and seeing all the valleys in the background. Yeah. 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 I like Newcastle. Obviously, yeah, Newcastle big is town, dangerous. Or they call it. No, the big market. They call <laughs> the it, big don't. market. Yeah. Well, not the big town. The yeah. It's a big town. I got mixed yeah, up with that. The quayside. The big market. Now, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, when my team, which is funnily enough, Tottenham Hotspur, oh, right. uh, went up there for the end of the season, uh, I think we took about. 8,000 Spurs up yeah. there. We thought what, we were going to win the league. It was a disastrous one. It was. Yeah, oh. yeah exactly. But, you know, 
everyone had bought tickets before yeah. they realised yeah. that we weren't going to win the wrong. league and actually Leicester yeah. were going to win the yeah. league. Yeah. Uh, it was sensational. We took over Newcastle Town Centre for that Great. entire Saturday night. It was Brilliant. fabulous. Really I good. always think Brighton's probably a good one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nice a good one as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Not too far out of town on that. Yeah, that's all good. We need some more northern what, ones. What are the Huddersfield. Ones? Huddersfield. Actually, Huddersfield's a cracking yeah. night out. Is University it? town. Is really it? good. Yeah. There's Great nothing. Karaoke there's nothing bars. in Stoke, by the way. Stoke. That's why I've, I've actually down. done Stoke a few times myself. Yeah, Stoke is a grim place. I found a chip shop and the train station. Yeah. And the, the train station is definitely a sight for sore eyes, isn't it? Because you're thinking, yes, the train station. I just couldn't wait to get, get on the train to then get a drink. You live in <laughs> Manchester, they're always good, but you would expect that. You yeah. know, they're, they're big cities. It's Probably. kind of a, like you know, the unearthed jewels that we come across there mm. that are great. So I, I don't imagine, I've not done it myself, but I don't imine Burnley's much of a night out. Uh, Burnley? No, probably not. And they've all, they've <laughs> also never... got some quite ferocious uh, yeah. uh, devotees. Yeah. Anyway. But Madrid, by the way, is amazing. Oh, I, <laughs> I have done nice. I agree. Oh, we've all done Madrid. Yeah. Oh, lovely restaurants. Yes. And it's right in the middle of town and everything. Oh, Rosé, sunshine, it's oh, fantastic. beautiful. Yeah. Crikey. Fantastic. I think, I think Madrid's just won it, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Madrid. Well, maybe by some fluke we'll get Barcelona in the Champions League this year. Barcelona, because Barcelona's nice. also quite a nice... Yeah, yeah, we haven't had Barcelona. No, we in have Champions League. We deserve we're Barcelona. Due, I think so too. Barcelona. And it's the right time to play them. We're talking yeah. about Tottenham, by the way, aren't we? <laughs> oh, oh no, we dropped our guard when we keep we all saying we. <laughs> I'm not Tottenham. Well, I am. Okay, I mean, yeah, we're all Tottenham. We've been shipped in from the Tottenham, but we're, we're not going to talk about Tottenham. We're just going to go quickly to an ad break. The whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. Anyway, we're back. Um, now, Kat, I wanted to talk to you about the Wembley situation. I know that... Tell us your, tell us your role in the recent Wembley... Um... Oh, right, OK. So um, last year, I was one of two fans representatives who sat on FA Council. And mm-hmm. that is as terrifying as it sounds. Right. Because FA Council is a body of about 127 representatives. Right. Uh, most... You've probably um, heard of the, uh, you know, the old blazers. Yeah, That's yeah. What most from, from people the local tend, football association. tend to call right? them for the county FAs and all yeah. the rest of it. They're actually thoroughly nice people. Right. Uh, and the FA are undergoing a process of um, you know, modernising, so they're trying to inject some uh, youth and uh, diversity. <laughs> Can I ask a quick question? Yes. When you're in that board with all those yes. blazers, how many women were in there? Uh, more than you'd expect, because they have made a conscious effort to you know, attract a more diverse section there. Oh, God, 20? Something like that. It's still not great, but uh, it's what, better a than it was. <laughs> oh, no, uh, out, uh, 127 or so. Right. Okay. And, and they, the FA have now hit their quota of female representatives on their board, which they have to do because that's now a legal requirement. Good. So they are trying to get there. I'm now not on FA Council <laughs> because, ironically, it's great wanting to be diverse and inclusive. But when you have a full-time job that isn't inside the game, yeah. you have got no chance on earth in making all the meetings that you're needed for. Yeah, yeah. So I took 15 days out of my annual leave last year. Oh. And I only get 27 days. Oh so I was not going to do that for she another three football. years. <laughs> I love football. Yeah, and I do. completely believe that fans deserve need a to be represented and yeah. need to be represented. Yeah. But then the FA, if they're, you know, absolutely genuine about modernising need to look at how their format works or doesn't work for people who are of a working age yeah. and aren't employed in the game yeah. so that's that so uh, I sat obviously through a lot of FA Council meetings last year when uh, Mr Khan of Fulham when his, uh, when his approach came forward to purchase Wembley Stadium 
Um, obviously, because I sat through those, I have some information that other fans wouldn't have. And uh, the DCMS uh, wanted to do a hearing, uh, <laughs> select committee What's hearing. What's the DCMS? It's the Department Digital Culture, Media and Sport. Okay. So over at the uh, Houses of Parliament, over yeah. at Portcullis House. And obviously the government have an awful lot of money invested in Wembley Stadium from when it was built. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they have a right to have a say in yeah. that. And so they called a few key people up to talk about their thoughts on it and it like to a give a bit more detail. It was exactly a select, a select committee. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, the Football Supporters Federation, who are one of the two national football fo- fo- football organisations in the country, asked me if I'd be their rep. So I had the dubious honour of having to go into Paul Cully's house, right. sit there in front of the select committee. Uh, yes, with Gary Neville next to me, because he was the other person giving evidence right. on my session. Yeah. And with uh, Martin Glenn, who's the CEO of the FA, sat behind yeah. me, and yeah. Tracy Crouch, who's a sports minister. Yeah. sat behind me and Nick Bittall who's the head of Sport England sat mm. behind me and I'm just cat he's a fan rep mm. so not nervous at all uh, there was You're a public not just cat you are cat well I'm cat obviously yeah. there's a public gallery um, it was broadcast live on parliamentary TV my entire yeah. office stopped work and watched yeah, yeah, it watched I was it like live. oh shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I managed to wing it just right. about uh, but you know it was good it was a good discussion and uh, we got the fans point of view over there which obviously isn't simple as you would imagine yeah. as is often the case uh, when you're trying to look at you know a view amongst a very diverse group of people which are football fans yeah. uh, there isn't a clear cut answer here no. there's roughly a third a third a third a third who are massively emotionally attached to Wembley and think the FA should own it under yeah. any circumstance a third who you know don't really give a shit yeah. and think the money could be better used elsewhere especially in grassroots yeah. yeah. and a third who are not closed to the idea but would like an awful lot more detail about the deal first sure. because there are an awful lot of kind of caveats and yeah. issues and things that would need to be secured and guaranteed yeah. in the head of terms before they'd even consider that. So you, that. that was the information that you imparted, was yeah. that it, the fans are split and they can't, and they, they won't, that won't change until they have more information and it may yeah, change exactly. or it may not. Gary exactly. Neville's very against selling Wembley. Yeah, selling. massively. So yeah. that kind of, uh, I think my session then ended up working towards his agenda because he could make the most outlandish comments because Gary Neville was representing Gary Neville. Right. Whereas I'm yeah. representing yeah, the Football yeah. Sports Federation and the one. No, exactly. He's just so I'm, his opinion. I'm accountable, yeah. whereas Gary isn't. So yeah. he obviously could make the shock statements and all the rest of it, which, which caught all the headlines. Yeah. So that's great. I'm pleased that he's yeah. got some publicity and I'm pleased that he's got people engaged yeah. with it. I think our point of view was just to kind of put the, the issues that we want to safeguarding out there. So sure. the things that would be important to fans. So safeguarding the primacy of football, safeguarding the showpiece games being there, safeguarding the venue as a, you know, a a host for major UEFA and FIFA tournaments, et cetera, et cetera. Making sure that the prices of tickets were still set by the competition organisers. Although the FA are not covering themselves with glory with their FA Cup pricing. No. Because if we'd got to the, sorry, if Tottenham Hotspur had got to the final last season, it was £145 for a general admission ticket sitting along the side, which is disgusting. So, so that's anyway. That's why I was there in July, right? And and you also work with uh, other supporters groups. Yeah. Another sort of uh, chestnut has become a little bit, but it seems like we're edging towards it. Is safe standing? Yeah. 
What, what's your view on that? And do you think we're getting closer to it? Yeah, I mean, again, uh, it's no surprise that I, well, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan and I co-chaired a Supporters Trust at Tottenham. Um, those who have watched the safe standing, you know, discussions and watched that advance will probably know that Tottenham have safeguarded and future-proofed the front of their South Stand for South, for, for South Standing? For safe standing <laughs> yeah. in their new stadium. Yeah. And that would give us 5,000 safe standing spaces yeah. at the bottom of that South Stand and were you know legislation to be changed and were they allowed to to you know use that to utilize that area that also be i think it's about 2000 of the 3000 away seats would also be converted to standing right. so there is an interest there at a local level and that's great to see a club like Tottenham try and be a pioneer there and we and need, really but we need legislation forward. for it to happen right is uh, it, isn't it essentially uh, banned uh, at first <clears> it <throat> looked like we need an actual legislative change yeah. now it may just be left down to local interpretation between safety advisory okay. groups and you know etc so it could happen the SGSA. for some clubs before others because of whatever the possibly, local authorities say. Possibly, but how it's been left at the moment is that the sports minister has commissioned a review into this. Yeah. So they want slightly more information and they want to go around and they want to talk to more stakeholders, in inverted commas. Uh, the last that we heard, they were trying to appoint a chair for this review. So our job is just to make sure this doesn't disappear into the long grass. Because okay. it's a you know, nice tactic to, to say we're going to call a review and then do nothing. So as fans groups, we have overwhelming support amongst match-going fans f- for, for the return of, you know, or the introduction of safe standing, I should say. Not just amongst people who want to stand, mm. but because it gives people a choice. So yeah. if I want to sit, I don't want somebody standing in front of me. Sure. But I'd rather them be stood somewhere yeah, where, where it's perfectly allowed is what you and do, they can yeah. do that. Exactly. So it's about managing customer choice as well. Yeah. 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 So you're in favour of it for those reasons, Oh, God, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and, you, and your feeling is it will come? Yes. Yeah. I just don't know when. We'd like it to be sooner rather than later. Okay. It felt like we were almost there a few months ago, but as always, there's usually a curveball coming up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's hope so. Next couple of years. Okay. So you're actually not allowed to stand at f- football? I'm, uh, I'm no sorry. persistent standing. I see, because away games, I've never everybody sat down. Stands. Yeah, everybody stands, don't they? I mean, it's basically, it's one of those laws that just gets broken all constantly, doesn't hmm. it? But some, some grounds... I mean, I remember times at Tottenham, actually, where in, in the past, where the stewards get quite a, really quite funny about it and start trying to like yank people out for standing up and stuff. But it doesn't really... I mean, because everyone stands up behind the goals at Tottenham as well, don't they? I mean, I yeah, sit on the I West mean, End, nobody the, stands up. The biggest there. complaints that we had last season at Wembley were about sitting and standing. Right. That happened after every single home match. It was by far the most regular complaint. Well, who's complaining about what? Fans. Pe- fans are complaining it can be about... Way around. It can be fans who want to stand, who've been told to sit down yeah, or don't being like being told to sit down. And then other fans who are pissed off because fans are Correct. standing out in front of them. Absolutely right. right. Because Which I think that so the way important. that it was managed at White Hart Lane there was kind of an unspoken rule there wasn't yeah. there you just knew if you knew if you anything there, about White Hart stand. Lane you yeah. knew that the Park Lane yeah. was the standy yeah. bit yeah. and the Paxton was the city bit yeah. and yeah. all the rest of and it and the shelf was a bit standy bit city yeah the cage <laughs> yeah. was definitely standing and if you're on a nice sit down go to the west stand go to the west yeah. stand exactly right and I think that the stewards there also knew how to manage yeah. the demographics yeah. and I'm sure in it's probably like that in all areas. grounds isn't it? Mm. yeah but not when you then start migrating fans and dropping them into a whole different yeah then that all goes away and my concern is that one of the surveys that my trust, the Spurs Trust, did regarding the migration back into the new stadium from Wembley yeah. was that 49% of season ticket holders are now sitting in a different stand because they've been priced out of their regular seats. So we're right. not going to be moving back block for block. And that no. worries me about standing yeah, 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 yeah. and don't want to see the issues we had at West Ham. Exactly. Exactly. You've kind of lost that like minded oh, thing. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Listen, before we go, we should look at the forthcoming fixtures this weekend. 
let's see what the outstanding ones are. First one of the weekend is on Saturday morning. Wolves against Man City. Poor old Wolves. They'll be like Wolves <laughs> to the slaughter. Yeah, I think they'll flatter to deceive, and uh, I think they'll I think they'll get turned over by City. Yeah. No then at th- yeah. Uh, three o'clock. I, I mean. I'm just going to rattle through these, but I reckon at three o'clock we got a six-pointer, a relegation struggle between two teams that have really failed to get out of the blocks. The Goons, Arsenal, and the Happy Hammers. How do we see that one going? It's at the... um... Earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Do we see... Someone, something's got to give. I would love it to be nil-nil. Nil-nil, yeah. Really boring. I can't see it being nil-nil with those two teams. I think it could be... Uh... I think Arsenal will wipe the floor. Yeah. Everton go to Bournemouth. That's actually a, a, an interesting game because Bournemouth look very... And they're good at home. They're, they're really, really good, good at, at home. home. And they've got good forwards. Toffees good and cherries. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Bournemouth going to win that one. I fancy Bournemouth, actually. No, I think draw. Huddersfield-Cardiff. Well, that's one Huddersfield have got down there. This is a must they, win. And they have to win. They've got to win that. Yeah. Do you think that they'll be a bit hurt after the old 6-1 job, though? No. Yeah, well, they, there will be, but they've no, they got scored, something to bounce back. They scored back an away goal. That could probably prove vital. <laughs> don't have that. How did that even happen? <laughs> Southampton, Leicester. I don't. I I fancy Southampton to go down. Yeah. I oh no, they, really? I agree with you. Yeah, I think I, I fancy them to go down. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think, I think Mark Hughes is a spent force. Yeah, and I don't like. I don't think they've got I think many good win. players. They'll win it. This no, I think Leicester are a good team. I can't I think ever back Leicester. Southampton to win. Can't yes. Ever back what, no, you, you no, don't, don't no, like them, do you? Never getting over it. Oh, never right. getting okay. ever, Liverpool, ever getting Brighton. over it. Liverpool, Brighton. Well, uh, Liverpool will have Liverpool will absolutely. Yeah. 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 No. No? Draw. <laughs> Draw? Yeah. Well, that'd be an amazing oh, a little shocker. <laughs> then on Sunday, you've got Watford against Palace. Watford have started well. Palace looked good, even though they lost against Liverpool, I thought. Uh, that could go either way, couldn't it? But Draw. No, Watford are winning that. Palace. 2-1. I think Draw. Fulham Burnley? Fulham. No, Fulham just haven't settled into the Premier League yet. Yeah. They look out of sorts. They feel a bit Whereas sluggish. They know, know the Premier League, don't they? Um, but they've, they've got experience. Mm. That's true. Yeah, European side as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might count against them because they've got these extra games. They might be a bit cream crackered. But <laughs> Where are they travelling to now? Have they done Aberdeen? Oh, yes. They've, they've done got, Aberdeen. Right, what have they got now? Last week, didn't yeah, they? Was it in some... Scotland or was that slightly further away? Oh, I think it was further away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Istanbul. Istanbul. Was it really? Oh, I'm delighted yeah. for them. That's, That's amazing. <laughs> no, got, seriously. They've got another game this Thursday. Got a second leg, have they? No, they, they won it. No, they got through. But oh, they've, got through. they've, got, oh, they've yeah. still got one they more qualified. They, they haven't qualified okay. yet. They've got one more Was it 57 game. or 67 when they last had a European tie? I don't know. That's just... They were good in the early 60s. So they? pleased for them and their fans, honestly. Oh, God, yeah. It's brilliant. It's the smallest town that has a top-flight club, isn't it? And they, yes. and they, they quite, they, they're bad. But imagine being that little supporter at school that always loved Burnley and oh, everyone liked Man United. I mean, and then look at them now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, our trust. Huh? Olympiacos. Wow. Oh, amazing. Another yeah, long so trip. Because uh, their trust asked our trust, the Tottenham Trust, for some advice on European aways. And so I did them a little starter oh, kit they, 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 to they, European away. They've literally, literally never been did. abroad. No, 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 the whole thing. Because <laughs> it, was, it was either 57 <laughs> or 67 years ago. So I did them an, an, an entire little starter kit and all the bit about, you know, visas and booking your flights and all the rest of it. And they got Aberdeen. And oh, I was God. like, that's oh, not really great. Glasses. So I'm delighted that they've now gone further afield. Newcastle at home to Chelsea. Oh dear! No. I fancy Chelsea there. Yeah, me too. I don't like the look of Newcastle, but I think they'll stay up. But right Newcastle there. at I don't home, think they're any good. Well, mm. we absolutely easily turned them over, didn't we? No. And and Kenneth, well, Kennedy shouldn't. Uh, he's going to get. When do you get a he's retrospective rubbish. ban anyway? Do you think he will? Oh no, he's not. No, he's not getting. He's not getting. No, you're right. He got away with it, but he, but he can't play against Chelsea anyway. No, he can't. Because he's you're right. He's no good, and he's their best player. 
That's the problem. <laughs> I, I think, no, I think... Uh, and then Man United, Chelsea. Tottenham Hotspur, that looks like a mouth-watering fixture that I personally think Tottenham Hotspur could uh, cause Manchester United a lot of problems there. Home banker. <laughs> <laughs> 4-0 Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely Tottenham to win that game. They're, they're in tatters. Well, there you go. Jose Mourinho, we haven't even touched on him, but that situation has the, uh, has the look of the Chelsea situation when he was there in his third year and any number of other situations where he's been there in the leaving. third year. You he'll can't do, see him ever leaving Man United. No, he'll do, an, he'll do what Wenger no, did. Stay and stay and stay. Oh, he'll wait to be fired. Of course, yeah. that's his style, yeah. Yeah. And then he'll shrug and then just go and, and get another big What player. I'm waiting for is I just love hearing how he talks to people after the game and in the press. He absolutely hates everyone, doesn't he? Yeah, sure. And he he's blames so everyone, he hates rude. everyone. Yeah. He's it's, a horrible man. And he, yeah. and he wouldn't want to Seriously. be him, would you? Because he's so no, no, miserable, eating up with misery. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's... But look, he, he, he's, he's been wonderful building up some great footballers, hasn't he? I mean, you know, he's, he's been able to instill confidence in Luke Shaw and Martial <laughs> and Pogba. Uh, you know, he's turned them from average footballers into world-class footballers. I mean, he truly has the dross yeah, He's an alchemist. Yeah, in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we need to say goodbye. But thanks, everyone, for li- to listening to The Whistleblowers. Thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kat. Welcome. Thank you, Lucy. Cheers. This is Thea Delaney saying goodbye. See you next week. Bye. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.